What's good on deck? Cause it's your man Animal Brown, aka the Husky Vegan. All right, we back at it again. Another action-packed episode. This week we are reviewing the Defiant Ones documentary that came on HBO. If you haven't seen it, quit bullshitting. Find you an email. Get that 30-day free subscription unless you have it. Big money and go watch all four parts before you get to our main topic. Okay, a satisfaction guaranteed. And this episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Go check out the website, man, realvillemedia.com. Yes, realvillemedia.com, and grab a T-shirt while you're there. It's the On Deck TV podcast official T-shirt. In addition to our podcast, we have the Ladies Room podcast. Are you having enough sex? Woo! They're going to let you know. And we have the FSP podcast for Sport Press. Who are the winners and the losers of the Summer League? My boy, L.A. Ball, put up numbers. Y'all represent for him. Big baller brand. I'm a part of that. Yes, holla at me, Zoe. Holla at me, LeVar. And Fresh for Dummies, the history of designer clothes, Animal Brown, and Jay Hove going to break that down for you and let y'all know all about that. It's Fresh for Dummies podcast. But we're about to get into the episode right now. do what the business is it is another week in the books with the on deck tv podcast i am spike lou who are you holla your boy animal brown animal underscore brown on instagram twitter and the snap Michelle. nobody use underscores no more that's a damn lie mm-hmm. <clears throat> what you have on deck for the weekend cracking man i want to go see that planet of the apes did you go to atlantic station or did you learn your lesson hell no good me neither straight studio movie grill and had the drinks and the food on deck and it was the shit too tough and you was super dope yeah i kept it out here out my way undisclosed area Mm. uh not at private screening didn't you had caesar in your backyard (laughs) red carpet shit now that shit was dope as fuck if you fuck with the first two or i mean not the first two but you know the first two Planet of the Apes The latest two yeah. Then you'll fuck with this one This shit was super dope no, I cried Don't even worry about it You're always crying Man, hey, man. you a crying ass nigga dude If I don't cry it ain't fire no. If I don't cry it ain't fire That's it You had that rolled down in your notepad That's the motto oh, I live by that right. <laughs> Fuck out of here man This is the On Deck TV podcast man Like we were saying to y'all We appreciate y'all tuning in It's the latest and greatest in the hip hop news world For everybody that tuned or decides to tune in with us Y'all can go to iTunes, y'all can go to uh, Facebook with the Rap Chat, y'all can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Uh, You got a Snapchat, right? Absolutely. Mm, Your head sweating. It's hard for me to focus, man. (laughs) Your forehead sweating, dude. Let me know when you're done so I can get with these topics, dude. All people unite. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, All right, man, you know how we get down. Uh, There's a couple of topics couple of times peaked our attention before we get to this main course shaking this week absolutely i guess we can start with some beef pauls uh justice league the producing producing group justice league known for lacing rick ross with heat um and several other people they made back music they some dope ass producers but anyway they also laced chance the rapper with his breakout single no problem with two chains and Lil wayne last year you got a grammy for it absolutely 
they're hot about that song because apparently they still ain't got no check from it. No problem, no check, apparently. Um, they took to Twitter, went on a mean little rant, uh, more or less calling him a fraud, him being Chance the Rapper, mm. um, saying that the whole thing with him and SoundCloud, allegedly Chance had called SoundCloud because <laughs> SoundCloud was about to fold and Go he under. saved the day, etc. Chance, man. Chance out here making moves, man. He in the White House and he's saving SoundCloud, apparently. Uh, Justice League won biting. Went on a Twitter rant, shitted on him. My question is, who are you rocking with in this scenario, man? Are you, are you Team Chance or are you Team Justice League? My answer is, I seen Chance donate money, money to Chicago schools. I seen Chance save SoundCloud for <laughs> SoundCloud rappers. I've seen Chance win Grammys. I've seen Chance blush when he met Beyonce. Okay. There's no way in the fucking green earth of God's world that I would be like, oh, Justice League, you got a point. <laughs> if Chance the Rapper is being like, pull up or sue me, then I feel like then your your business acumen ain't right. Like, you should have been able to be like, nah, actually, you owe me this, you owe me that. I shouldn't have to pull up or sue you. You should just give me my money. And I don't feel like it's that because Chance... All the deals that he's made has made him more popular, made him the the go-to guy in music for this generation. It's made him the independent success. It's made him the people who people look at as far as, hey, this is the rapper that I want to be like. I want to shape my deal after him. I don't want to go to a major label. I want to be like Chance. So for somebody like Justice League to be like, are oh, you cheating, bro? Yeah, I may be cheating, but your word ain't going to be the word that's going to take me down. <laughs> yeah, Y'all niggas can't be like, oh, he, he's shucking it. He's the big corporation now. No, you're just a too small corporation. You can't get your business right, and you can't get your money. See, and that, that's where Justice League sees the issue. They feel like he's false claiming the independence, basically using that as a cover to not pay people. Their tweet, one of their tweets is as followed. The thing is, at Chance the Rapper, they added them so you know it's real. Normalize the free business model. Don't pay or pay minimal for creation. Post on SoundCloud, not pay royalties. Um, of course, Chance wants to save the free music business model. That's how he gets away with not paying. Okay, so I here's on one hand. <laughs> on one hand, you're right, though. It's David against Goliath. Although wait, Justice wait, League... Wait, 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 wait. Who's David? Who's Goliath? Justice League is David in this situation. Goliath mm. is Chance the Rapper. Wow. Now, obviously... The independent it, rapper who's not signed to a major label who put his mixtape out and won Grammys off of that is Goliath. Go ahead. In this situation, yes. Go ahead. So, now, within the music realm, obviously, Justice League is well-known, they're well-respected. But in the court of public opinion, a lot of people may be listening like, I'm not familiar with who the fuck you're talking about, but I know who this Chance the Rapper kid is. He threw the first pitch out at the White Sox game the, oh, the other month. You think it was at the White House? It, that too. So, with that being said, your voice, um, I don't think that uh, Justice League got to let this one go. They can try to get on here and campaign no. for AudioMac.com instead of SoundCloud. Bro, like nobody's listening. That's the thing, though. It's not even that they need to let this go. Why would it even be an issue? Like, y'all shouldn't be out here struggling for a retweet, struggling for a check. Like, I'm sure. I 
You Ain't Got No Problems was a big song, right? Absolutely. That check necessarily right now ain't nothing that I got to speak out on where I got to go to Twitter and burn this relationship with the one of the biggest rappers is moving right now. Shit, if it's a big song. You just said it was a big song. That okay, big but look, check. though, it's Chance, though. Am I going to burn the whole bridge and to, to air you out on Twitter? Is that what I'm going to do? What's if, the I, bridge, if I'm Justice man? League? What's the bridge if you're not getting paid? What's uh, the bridge? Okay, so. <laughs> there right. is no bridge. Great point. But the game been like that for how long? We've been down to Atlanta. We've been living with producers who've been making tracks for three, four weeks just to get placed on albums, not for a dollar amount, just to say they got placed on an album to be like, hey, I'm on Rick Ross' new album. Now I can charge you this, this, or that, and the third, and you got to look at me as a big producer. So what I'm saying is why are they pressing chance for money that wasn't made off you don't want no problems when y'all clearly still make beats y'all clearly still got a team keep making beats and keep charging for what that song did as opposed to attacking chance on twitter because that's stupid now people looking at you 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 the bitter producer but here's the thing though chances ain't no thing chances reaping the benefits from that song and that's what producers got to go through. When you sign up to be a producer, that's what it is, dude. Bangladesh still ain't got paid off of Issa Millie, dude. How long, <laughs> how many albums did that sell first week, dude? Right. That's what you sign up for. So I feel like they've been in the game long enough to know, hey, this is what it is, dude. Like Shorty Red and all these people that, that did tracks on Jeezy early things, those are monumental hits. They ain't going back and asking Jeezy for money off that just because he still performed them in clubs. I can't do that. I mean, they they probably. Uh, I would hope he got paid off of some of them. Goddamn! But now, I would just say they got the smaller picture in mind as opposed to the bigger picture. People know your name. They know you make banging tracks. Then go make the next banging track and charge a nigga arm and a leg for that. Yeah. Now don't don't take me to court for some bullshit pennies that you're trying to get from this shit. Chance did give one response. He said this part is true, referring to not having paid for that song. He said, but the money I quote unquote owe you, I paid to the actual producer who is suing you currently to get out of that slave deal. Plot twist. And so apparently it, it has been paid to somebody else allegedly. And then make it even worse. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna press me have your paperwork and business all the way right because I know I paid somebody for this beat and I know the price that he quoted me and just because it went back through your production company to polish it off and add a couple bells and whistles and then say hey Justice League did this don't try to charge me another 100000 for that that's on y'all I already paid the dude that did the beat yeah alright now on to more serious matters R. Kelly is in the news again <laughs> That's more serious? Absolutely, it's a serious mm. uh, He's allegedly housing a cult of women at his Chicago and Atlanta homes he's Allegedly housing a cult According to reports from BuzzFeed, R. Kelly has about four women ranges, uh, ages That's ranging, uh, Allegedly <laughs> um, Ages ranging from 18 to 25 Living in his home under his control uh, They are forced to call him daddy And are forced to perform sexual escapades while being filmed. I see nothing wrong so far. Um, Now, parents are concerned that he is brainwashing them. Some of them haven't seen their daughters in weeks, months, um, years. Nah, ain't nobody said years. That would have been crazy. We ain't got there yet. Six months, I heard, was the longest. Uh Um, Now, 
<laughs> is this as serious as being reported or are they just overblowing it because it's R. Kelly? First of all, this is not hip hop, but we're going to speak on it because everybody's talking about it. Hip hop and R&B, it's closely related. Mm-hmm. It's not, Plus it's funny as we shit. We don't talk about R&B, but this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that being said, I'm going to try to be as uh, not funny as I can be about this. Any allegations against R. Kelly that were brought up I believe it, one million percent. There's footage of R. Kelly with his face in the <laughs> ass of a 14-year-old. Allegedly. There, no, no, it's not allegedly. <laughs> I remember Jay hove had the videotape at his house on Vox Lane in South Nashville. R. Kelly had the puffed out fro, Tough. and he had his face in a 14-year-old's asshole. Tough. I remember that vividly. <laughs> Somehow, R. Kelly didn't get charged for that. That's amazing to me. He got charged. He just he just paid yeah, himself. I, I don't know what happened. He paid his way I'm out. I'm saying of R. Kelly's still out here shaking it. Absolutely. Also, there are records of him marrying an underage Aaliyah at the age of 15, 16, 14. I don't know. He clearly has a type. Hey, that's exactly. So when somebody tells me that R. Kelly is running a cult, of underage girls They're not underage Don't put that on them 18 to 25 Don't do that Listen When you're 50 <laughs> When you're 50 Anything under 30 Is underage It's just legal I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know Like it may be legal Under the state of law But you 50 That's all that matter And you praying on 18, 19 year olds And you like Trying to install Everything that you've learned Throughout your whole life On those chicks Yes that Those are underage girls If you're 50 and with that being said, you as a parent, like, oh, my daughter can sing, R. Kelly's interested, and I want to go meet up with him? I can't do that. Yeah, so allegedly so, two of them are singers, uh, or, 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 you know, they have fledgling uh, uh, singing careers. Mm. So I'm sure... Is, is the Savage Chick a singer? I, I don't know. Okay. But... Okay, so first of all, before we play this clip, because this is a must-hear clip <laughs> of one of the girls that is allegedly under his mind control, the parents are claiming that he is brainwashing them. But I, I think it's a situation where it's not brainwashing, like, hey, watch this TV, and it's a fucking pocket watch going back and forth, and then he's like, you under my control, suck my dick. Like, I don't think it it's like no that. ain't no get-out type shit. Yeah, no, no get-out shit. Ain't that, it ain't the teacup shit. It's more of... He's 50, so he knows game and what to say and no, how to say it to a 19-year-old. It's more that it's R. Kelly. That too. I've sold zillions. many millions of records, get in the closet, download, whatever All it may shit. be. I've done this. If you want to be successful in the music business, I can help you out. All you got to do is <laughs> fill in the blank. insert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Insert the rest of the shit that's in all of these articles here. So let's play the clip of one of the girls who went to TMZ, of course, to clear up what's going on behind these closed doors. I'll be, I'm 21. I'll be I'm about to be 22 in about five days. And I just mainly want to say that I'm in a happy place with my life and I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. You know, it just came to a point where it definitely has got out of hand. So, you know, I just want everybody to know my parents and and everybody in the world that I am totally fine. I'm happy where I'm at and everything is okay with me. Are you currently in Georgia or where are you? 
I actually, I'm not, no, I'm not. I wouldn't want to speak on that as oh. well. Are you with other roommates? Are you free to go from where you are? No, not, I want to speak on that. <laughs> now you can try to you can try to be serious about this all you want, but after listening to that clip and listen to her voice shaking and listen to the way that she was answering the questions and listening to the answers to the very simple yes or no questions, this shit is a shit show already, dude. It's only getting started. All right, go look at the clip. I don't know which clip that we played, but go look at the first TMZ clip where she had on the dress where you could see the shadows of the dude back there holding the camera like when she was getting ready to tell y'all where she was at. He was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 no. <laughs> you could see him waving his arms. Him or her. Whatever, whoever, like whoever was filming it, you could see them being like, no, stop. I give you that. You called that when he, when he asked, are you free to leave? Look at her chest. Clearly, that's what you, you were looking at. Clearly, see her hand tough. <laughs> you I'm know what that. you were focused on. Yes, and you could see the shadows of hands waving like a side to side. Like, don't like, answer no, that. Don't answer that. And that's why she gave that backwards ass, stupid so, ass answer. I say all this to say that R. Kelly definitely is the villain here, right? I don't know. Yes, he they're is. legal. R. Kelly is holding women hostage and brainwashing. We them, don't know that playing some type of crazy flute. To get them to march <laughs> behind him like the Pied Piper. This man, 50 years old, he walking around with a, a mask on <laughs> with his eye. Like, all right, regardless of all that, what I will say is this. All of it seems strange. It's very strange. And I'm not giving R. Kelly the benefit of the doubt, nor am I giving the people who say, hey, I took my daughter to R. Kelly backstage and he was like yeah she can sing and she leaves with him like i don't understand how the transaction even went down as to where your daughter got with r kelly and now you don't know where she at how did that happen there are no winners in this situation everybody looks like r a kelly winning in this situation no no not r. Kelly the police not going, look listen, r kelly not going to jail but they're going his, his heat on him though you think they're just gonna be yeah, like okay cool. no that's not cool no, no. i'm telling you what's the difference between him and, and hugh hefner right now that's what, what I'm saying. What's the difference between you Hefner so and the Bunny Ranch? And that's what, that's what, exactly my point. So why are police going to come holler at me being R. Kelly when I got clear consenting adults here with me? Because you have history. You, and, you just ran down the resume. True. Face these, first. These ain't the 14 year that I pissed on. We don't know that. Mm. We're going to just we're going to yeah, just poke yeah, around. We yeah, we do because they're 40 now. No, we these know. are these are new fourteen year olds that I'm pissing off. Okay, on. and you gotta find them. <laughs> All the chicks that are speaking out, they nineteen, eighteen, twenty. This nigga the Riddler. Nah, this nigga hey, Batman villain. Listen, come man. find me. Oh, I kill a superhero, dude. He's a villain, but he's a superhero. If okay, let's put it this way: If R. Kelly had never had those charges back in the day, and it was just an R and B single with five chicks living with him, would, would we be talking about this? No. Okay. The fact that we seen R. Kelly's face froed out. <laughs> in a gal ass And then he pissed On a 14 year old Make us think Anything is possible Alright that's anything fair Anything is possible the, the parents That's his with the, fault The parents with the press conference Was laughable They held The parents but of the though. girl Held a press conference And they talked Just as weird As she was talking Right, right. And guess what What's If that? you are on tape Froed out Picked out Pissing on a 14 year old There's nothing that ever Goes against like 
I don't know how slick believe him. Yeah, the benefit of the doubt is yeah, gone. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. Dude. It's you, gone. You pissed on a fourteen year old on tape. You're gonna you keep repeating that? You're tough. Yeah, it's what happened, man. You infatuated you with don't this video. Know. I'm not infatuated. You don't get the benefit <laughs> of the doubt when that happens. That's all I'm saying. So his her parents can be as off the wall as they want to. Neither one of them were seen on tape. I think the parents are in on it. Fuck it, I'm saying it. I'm calling it yeah, now. They in on it because they, they didn't get their money. That's what I'm saying. Originally, it was, yeah, you can go stay with R. Kelly so ain't you can get this record deal for a couple of months. A and couple of months paying. turned into six. And now she don't answer as quickly as you, she used to when you text. Now you worry. Shit got and you sent, ain't got that check either. Shit got sent to collections. This is the collection process. <laughs> Now, you ain't want to pay the bill Now it's the collection process You in the news You got to put out statements R. Kelly just put out a tweet With Nelson Mandela Talking about <laughs> How you got to fight through adversity Come on R. Kelly Ain't nobody buying you and Nelson Mandela In a little photo op bro I believe I can fly R. Kelly It ain't happening R. Kelly living the It's life over for that bro Now they said I, I was with R. Kelly until they talked about possible abuse and all You this was with him? Stuff. Well, I mean, nigga, he can do what the fuck he want to do. With his face and 14-year-olds' ass. That's not what we're talking about in this situation, dude. When you're talking I'm about, talking about when this you're talking particular about R. Kelly, situation. When you talk about R. Kelly, that's what you're talking no, about. No, that's what you think about. That's I'm what you're talking about. I'm talking about. Everybody's talking about that. I'm talking about R. Present Kelly, day. hey, face and ass. I'm, t- I'm talking Under about present age. day. <laughs> That's what happens, nigga. Let's move on, though. Absolutely, man. Okay, Swiss and Timberland, man. Now, now, of course, Swiss was the talk of the town, man. A couple of months ago, he battled Just Blaze in a beat battle live. Very dope, going hit for hit. It was went viral, hella views, all that good shit. Had people wanting more. Now we've been calling for another round two, part two, with some new candidates, and we might have one, man. Swiss challenged Timberland. On Instagram to a beat battle. Now, they went back and forth on Instagram with original beats. Okay, plenty of clicks because Timbo accepted. Now, my question is, would you rather see them in person battling hit for hit or on IG with original joints? Oh, uh, let's go in person. Let's go on and make this a big deal. Let's go on and make this a, a franchise like we were saying when we seen Swiss and we seen Jess. Swiss trying to take up all the spotlight here and be in all the beat battles, eat up all the beat battle snacks. Relax, bro. Let's get a couple more people in here. Let's make this a good series. For real. This is good for hip-hop. Not even for real. We ain't got to go for real right now. We can tease that until the season ender. Build up do Yeah, let's do like 10 episodes. Let's do some lesser-known guys. Let's do some guys that you ain't heard from in a while. Let's bring just blood. Excuse me. Let's bring just blades. Back to the fold. Let's let him go against somebody who might be a good opponent. Get Justice League in his to say crying for money. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Let's do all of that. And then get the super producers at the 10th episode at the end. And let's make it a big deal. Hip hop yeah. is where it is right now. Let's like go on and get the sponsors. Let's do this and make it a big beat battle deal. Now, I, I agree with that. The only thing is that I don't need, like you said, we need new contestants. Number one, because Swiss yeah. already done. He yeah, done played Swiss all his murdered the nigga already. He done played all his hits. That's fresh in my head. I don't need him to play those same hits with the same drops. No. Now I do like what they did online because they went back and forth about three or four videos, and they were playing original beats. I'm fucking with that. 
Uh, I, th- I thought that shit was dope. Timberland had 178,000 views on his highest one. Swiss had 233,000 mm. views. Obviously, there's an audience for it. Let's go. Let's put this shit on HBO. Let's put this shit on whoever paying for black shit that's right weird. now because it's cool. Complex. What? That's fine. Let's do that. But here's my question. though: Who has the upper hand if it's originals or if it's hit for hit between these two? Is it the same person? If... We're going originals. Actually, it's the same person. I don't believe that. Yeah, Swiss going to win either way. What? Because he's a better showman. And if we're doing original beats and Swiss being a better showman and having ad-libs from DMX, Jay-Z, Nas. <laughs> Drops and Yeah, shit. like he got all of this stuff like strapped off in the MP3. And he got All he got to do is hit a button and Jay be like, bring him out, bring him out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all I got to do is hit a button for that. And I ain't saying that Tim don't got that, but Tim ain't the showman. You like, guys, he ain't dancing around. He ain't got the big dog cigar smoke in the background, like, with all these Instagram views. Like, he ain't looking like a boss. <laughs> you, got, Even, you got my boy Tim fucked up. I'm giving him the utmost respect that I could give him compared to Swiss. That's all I'm saying. Like, Swiss another monster. It's going to take, like, I'm telling you, Kanye West. Nah, he ain't got internet in the listen, North man. Dakota. Nah, yeah. listen. Kanye is the only showman. That's going to be able to play them hits that he got and sit Swiss all the way down, though. I think West Pharrell Swiss, can too, though. No. Con, look, Pharrell kind of shy. He used to having Chad there. Not when the light's on, though. When nah, the light's on, he put that bro. ice on. He got that BBC listen, on. Though. He grilled up. He all got right, the multicolor okay. grill. You, Pharrell can turn on. That's cool. But can he turn on like Kanye, though? Can he George Bush don't like black people? When, hold on. When the last time you seen Ye turn up on some music? That's what I'm saying. That's the whole thing, and that's it. This is what we need to be like. Goddamn, we got the real Kanye back. Yep. If we get Kanye West, mur- like Swiss got to sign up for it too. Swiss got to know like you're going to lose this. You're signing up to be murdered right here. We don't want to. No, nah, I don't want to hear Swiss hits no more. Put him up against somebody else. God, we don't hurt Swiss hits. I'm saying, already. who we putting Kanye up against though? It's, nigga, it's for real, motherfucker. No, we can't do for real because it's too close. Timberland did. He'll murder him too. It gotta be Swiss because Swiss the only showman the, the, the that can go up there with Kanye though. The disrespect you showing to Timberland is like, nah, he can't. Like, listen, unheard man. Of, bro. Kanye will cock a swat and shit on him. Dude. But you seen in in, in the in the documentary cool. though when he played the shit yeah, for yeah, Jay, all, he was hype. All of that's cool. He was hype. How many Timberland beats on Blueprint? I don't know Exactly But them ain't hype man. You, you may you not know I know how many Kanye beats, beats on there That's not beat battle beats though fam. I ain't not saying it's beat battle beats. beats All I'm saying is that Kanye Has the showmanship To go right there with Swiss And like let's do this Kanye the one that's gonna be like Woo and getting hype Doing like sidearm Getting it hype Basketball game Jumping up and down I got somebody else I'm continuously pressing the MP3 Kanye the Whatever (laughs) Kanye the only person That's gonna do that with him Ain't nobody else gonna do that with him And Kanye got the quality of beats That can compete with him I I, I like the Instagram shit I I personally think Timberland would win the instrumental shit, no. and I think Swiss will probably win the hit. Well, yeah, I think he will win the hits, the songs, hit for hit. Tough. Um, only because can. I just seen him just destroy Just Blaze, and Just Blaze had crack. So I'm like, God damn! But he don't do Just Blaze like that. Just bro. Blaze had crack. I just said it. I just gave him props, but he couldn't do shit against Swiss. That wasn't Who fair. Heat makers in Justice League. 
heat makers. Mm. Heat makers. What make Justice League? See, that's shit what I'm so saying. Good. Like that's why this series could be so dope. Of course, because you can see that play out. You can do Shorty Red and, and Southside and nigga well, Shorty Mustard Red, and Shorty Red and Lex Luger. There you go. Yes. Mustard and Mike Will and now you could go on for days and it would be dope. I want to hear original shit though, man. That's all I'm saying. Something different. We are gonna put that on the on deck too. Real Bill Media is looking for that. Absolutely. Beat battle. Uh, all right, man. Uh, we got some legal troubles, man. For two, two people here. DMX is in tax trouble. He's got seventeen. Um, <laughs> 17 counts of what tax evasion facing him man he's facing 44 in the bing then we've also got tax stone he was indicted on the murder charge of banger dating back to that Troy Alves shooting uh, which one of these is in more trouble in your opinion uh is it a more, tie? Tr- more trouble I would say DMX 44 years ain't yeah, nothing 44 years ain't nothing no, I'm saying that's that bullshit. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just feel like if he knew this was coming and he ain't been taking proper care of what he could be able to take care of. Um, with that being said, I think the tax is kind of of a surprise because he was new on the scene with the podcast, people related to him. It was a street gangster shit that made people relate to him and to be indicted on a murder charge on street and gangster shit right makes people look at it and say damn is that worth it or what he was doing is that cool right I would say that I won't necessarily blame him I won't say that he brought this energy to himself though he could have deaded it but that just to me wasn't in his nature from the content that I've seen right 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 um so two things I I I was a little surprised. I thought that he was only going to have the gun charge, which is what he was charged with maybe like a month ago. No, but, no, Dan. What is you doing? Yeah, but then but then they hit him with the murder charge. I was like, Dan. I was wondering if or when they was going to do that, and if so, on who. Um, so it's, that's a fucked up situation. Now, this tax situation is, well, this DMX tax situation is completely avoidable. Just pay your fucking taxes, Not dude. Not DMX. I, I had a conversation the other day with a business manager, and he wouldn't tell me names, but he, he handles accounts for artists in Atlanta, and he told me about a group. You, you, you let me know if you know who this is. He yep. told me about a group in Atlanta that has made a lot of money over the last couple of months, years. He said one of the parents of the group came to their company and told them that they have not paid one dime to the IRS yet and that they need help. How in the fuck do you make millions of dollars and completely forget about paying Uncle Sam? I don't understand. We've got Wait, a don't, thousand don't, examples. Don't, don't do that, though. We ain't got examples. We ain't got precedence for this. All right, we may have examples, but look. Wesley Snipes is an ongoing joke. All right, true, true. Let's say you're 19, you're 20 years old, right? Okay. You're the hottest group. Your city got Grammys going wherever you want. You're doing a money phone on Instagram, right? In your sense of success, everything is cool. I don't, I, I don't know nothing about taxes. Like, how am I supposed to know about that? Year, I seen the shit about Wesley Snipes on Twitter. Year, I seen all the other tax stuff about whoever it may be that had tax troubles. That was a rapper, but I feel like I've hired the correct people 
to avoid me from doing so. So when it comes to me that, oh, no, I haven't, it, who fault is it? Is that my fault? Yes. It is? Yes. How much research can I do as a 19 or 20-year-old? It's called Google. Mm. All I got to do is Google. Have they heard it? Who's the best person to manage my money? Yeah, no. That's yeah, let me hire this asshole that's called due who's going to manage my money. It ain't got to be you. It can be your parents. The same person that just called and that's said, That's what I'm hey. saying. So, like, these people in which we're talking about, this group that we're talking about, do their parents got money? Like, where are they going to learn? Where are they going to learn to be like, this is how I need to manage money? This is what financial stability is all about. I understand what you're saying, and yeah, you got to do some due diligence when you start getting money in order to maintain that money and to make more money. But who's telling them that? This is you all like. I ain't shitting on you <clears throat> or myself or anybody like that, but you've been through the ring. You know that at 20 years old, if a nigga was giving you a million dollars, you wouldn't have been the same way if somebody was giving you a million dollars at 30, 40 years old. I, Am I right or wrong? I understand that. Okay. We're not, we're not talking about money management. I'm not talking mm, about. It sound like it. I'm not talking about investing in stocks. It sound and like shit. it. It sound like I'm it. I'm talking about one of the two things that are guaranteed for you to happen in life. What's that? One, you're gonna die. Two, you're going to pay taxes. Okay. Everybody, the niggas, mamas, right. aunties, uncles, cousins, daddies, Bro, come on, all man. know like, that you don't, have to pay don't, taxes. Don't be facetious about this and say you don't hey, know that. You you know, knew that at 18. But, Nah. You didn't know you had to pay taxes at Because 18? they took that shit out of my check and I worked That's, If I was a rapper And a nigga <laughs> was giving me a bag And it was like I'm giving you $60,000 cash It's on you to pay taxes on this I don't know what you talking about I don't know that you're going to go to your W4s Or your whatever you doing for your business write offs And writing off that 60000 That you just gave me for a performance I don't know that it's going to link back to me And I ain't necessarily saying that I'm uh, immune to knowing that Yes it's my responsibility But at 18, 20 years old As a rapper Who's telling me that Your man That's my point If you're making 60 If you're at the point Where you're making 60,000 a show Right You have a team of management Around you bro sounds You're good. not making 10 That's what I'm saying It sounds good though You're not making 10 It sounds 10. good <laughs> For me to be like Shit I'm making 60,000 a show I got an accountant I got a manager. I got somebody that's telling me I got to pay taxes if I make 60000 All right. How much, if, if you making 60000 a show, how much you paying in taxes on it? That's what my manager is exactly. going to tell me, dude. So how many rap <laughs> groups have managers that are able to tell them that? Really? Yeah. So now, now, now niggas yeah, hired. Like, who did they hire, you, dude? We've been on the road with rap groups. Who did they hire, bro? Me, me and you have been on the road with rap groups. You see managers. Do you do do you expect those guys to be like, bro? Ah, right, you made sixty k. You got to put this much off for taxes. Were they making sixty? I ain't saying that. I don't know. That's I'm, my point. I'm when, saying, once you get to that, I'm level, saying you made this much. You got to put this up for taxes. Is there someone in place that's gonna be able to do that for a? Not mainstream artist, not major artist, but an artist is doing well for himself. If, I could see yes. how you would get it in that scenario. I, I would say if you're making sixty, yes. If you're making five, maybe not. Mm. That's what I'm saying. But if you're making five, they don't care. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's true. They they not checking for you like that. That's Uncle right. Sam ain't kicking your dough right, down anyway. Right, right. They don't care about them. Little- 
I just feel like it's some things, bro. We, it's too many no, examples. I, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I don't want people to to, to one mis- nigga in the group has to be annoyed about yeah, this shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't want people to misunderstand. Like I'm defending the ignorant aspect of it, but I'm saying at the same time, I throw a name out here. If we're talking about Migos, like Quavo, what 25, 26 years old. For the record, and I do not of, know who this group is, by the way. Okay, but go ahead. Exactly. So what I'm saying, if we're talking, for example, there you go. If we're talking about this group. Who who's gonna take the lead and be like, well, bro, look, we gotta look at this and look at that. The, and the like, same person who was on the news t- screaming out racial injustices when they got kicked yeah. off of Delta. That same who the motherfucker that was talking. I, who was that? I don't know who that was. He's so well versed in law that he should. I don't even Texas. know who that was. That's that's my point. Whoever that's that guy point. was. And two, that's my point. I don't even know who steps up and be like, who looking out for them. Not to say that they getting gypped. And not to say that this story is about them, but what right. I will say is, who's paying attention to that if you're Ray Schremer? You know what right. I'm saying? If, if if you those guys, like, who's paying attention to make sure that I'm not getting manipulated and jackballed on when I'm 22, when I'm 21, I can do whatever I want, I can go into any club, I can almost get any girl, I can buy any car or lease it so I think, I can get any house, all that shit on credit, but no one's there to tell me, so who's there to stop me? I'm, 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 I understand, and trust me, off air, I will tell you about more stories of, <laughs> of people and what they do with their money, because this shit is amazing to me. Right. But before we go into this music break, uh, rap has officially been named the number one most listened to genre of music, according to Forbes. Twenty-one, excuse me, twenty-five point one percent of music consumed is hip hop. That's R and B included. And 23% is rock. Now, they're saying that this is the first time that this has happened. I don't believe it. My question is, are you biting that? <laughs> and if so, how long has rap been number one? In rap, your opinion. Rap been opinion? number one since Pac dropped All Eyes on Me. Nah, fuck no. Where, where you in 96? No, bro. Rock and roll was heavy in 96, mm-hmm. bro. Since Pac dropped All Eyes on Me. Pac died, MTV News, it was breaking news since all of that stuff and people were trying to die. Like, it started with NWA and like, fuck the police and videos being banned on MTV and it being cool to be banned and all of this stuff like that. Pac made that more mainstream culture. He was the person who was like, oh, let's do All Eyes on Me. Let's do uh, Hit em Up, whatever it may be. And I feel like that was the point in time where it changed. Not too soon, uh, but I'm I will say, you, I will say because you have pop music, you have pop music and rock music. I Man, think those were both hired in rap in the, in the nineties. Hail for sure. Mary is you can play Hail Mary at any party on earth. Yeah, you can play Adele at any anywhere. That's What's your true. point? That's not true. Uh, yeah, I play okay. I play Adele on the west side okay. of Atlanta down here right now. They ain't fucking with that. Yeah, they Hello are. They gonna be like what yeah, they What are. is this shit Even they gonna fuck with that No Even, no, even no. they know who Taylor Swift guess is Guess what You put on it I won't deny it I'm a straight rider Anywhere on earth That's banging Nah Fuck no And that's when That's so, when it took over dude So my, my thing is First I of all I ain't mad at you Stop bro on, First stop. of all Spotify Said that rap took over As the number one Listen to genre of music They said that like Two or three years ago So numbers. Forbes is a couple of years late. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ten years because I can't name the pop and rock star in the last ten years. Like I don't know. Like in the mid nineties, I can name several. On, 
But I can't name Ed Sheeran the biggest pop star right now. No, rock Ed. star. Pop, rock, whatever. Those are different genres of music. He's the biggest artist in the world right now. But those are different genres. I ain't talking about pop. And they're not in this list either. They're not number one Mm. or two. So it's like, I don't know who the pop and rock star is. Like, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I just told you. Rock? He's not a rock star, dude. Yeah, he is. Ed Sheeran? Yes. Bro, he doesn't. doesn't What is it? You must have not never heard. That's pop music, I've heard it before. What is it? That's pop music. How? You don't know what rock and roll sound like, dude. I don't. What is it? Clearly. Chuck, is it Chuck Berry? This nigga said Chuck Berry. That's the, he found a rock and roll. You can tell you listen to one genre of music and that's it. Uh, um, what are you talking about? Coldplay, Aerosmith? What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, that's Give me rock. a rock and roll that's band rock. that you're talking about. I just told you I can't name the pocket. Are you listening? I'm saying no. I'm, 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 <laughs> I just I'm told you. I'm asking you. You're telling me the rock and roll is dead. Give me yes. the last rock and roll band that was relevant. That's all I'm saying. And to me, it, you had to go back to like 90s. I don't like care to you, to whoever, to whoever's writing the article. Give me a relevant I, rock and roll band. I have no idea. Nirvana? I have no idea. In your opinion. Nirvana? That's, that's, that, that's, that's your favorite? I know that's what I can think of. Get the fuck out. I can't name no rock and roll. I don't even listen to rock and roll. I can name like Kiss, Nirvana, Aerosmith. 90s. That's 90s shit. Well, I mean, not Kiss, obviously, but like Aerosmith was popping in the 90s. Right. I can't name nobody popping since 2000. So you're saying what? I'm saying that rap has been number one for at least 10 years. That's what I'm saying. I say 10. Early. When Eminem and all that came. 10 strong. 50. Like you can name like, so since like rappers were household since names. I say that. I say rappers were household names like heavy. I, I'll go back further than that. Nah. If you ain't wouldn't like you're saying all these people that I'm naming, you're saying I don't know who they are. And they rock acts and those are the biggest rock acts and I can name plenty of rap acts that have had big hits and people are navigating towards I would say it's further than ten years. It's probably since two thousand. Since the year 2000, rap has been the biggest thing as far as music, other than a rock, whatever, country, whatever you want to put it up to since the year 2000. Um, Easy. Nah, I, say, I say 2007. 2000. Um, I'm going to Google biggest rock star right now. I'm going to see what it say. Damn, Kanye West came up. Exactly. See what I'm saying? I see you, boy. That's my point, though. Nobody can name the pop and rock star right now. Who is, Imagine Dragons? Like, I don't know. I just I don't fucking know who it is. Um, uh, if if y'all know, let us know who's the most popular rock star in 2017. Somebody please tell me, because I don't know. Go to On Deck TV podcast, Instagram, Twitter, or go to the Rap Chat group in Facebook. Let us know, please, please, because he clearly don't know, and I damn sure don't you know. Definitely don't know. Uh, but I do know about this next music break. We taking it to the West Coast, the Bay Area to be specific. Filthy Rich got you on Filthy Rich. Oh my God, he got a joint called Known Better. Check it out. But I was hard-headed, then listen to shit When you get money, close niggas to you switch That's 14 bricks, who hit you off, miss? What the next man eat don't make me shit Every jeweler in the game wanna make my shit Every pimp in the game wanna knock my bitch When you got your money up, you can talk like this I made all the dope boys wanna be pimps Bitch, I was a dope boy before I was a pimp You hang when I broke, boys, you'll be the tent Pussy nigga insecure on his own skin Bitch, only wear red bottom when 
pussy on the pier. Feed in pussy bleed, man, it's just serious. Young fly rich nigga, no need for a mirror. I'm getting money, got these pussy niggas curious. Me and that nigga been locked since kids. When he was locked up, I took care of his kids. Three way calls on the phone with his bitch. But when he hung up, she was trying to suck dick. Should've known better not to hit that lick. Should've known better not to hit that bitch. Me and that nigga been locked since Filthy Rich told you, man, you should've known better. How you feel about that? I like that it was banging young filthy rich from the west coast. Let's do it. Yeah, I like that too. I'm gonna be real. There's a couple of other features on there. I, I'm not sure who they are, but shout out to them. That song was I like that song right there. Hey, man. I like the song. I just don't I'm know who those sure are. Who they are. I'm not familiar with Bay rappers right now, dude. I know Filthy Rich, that's about sure. it. And G Easy, are we counting him? Nope. Um, all right, we are back. Now, listen, the def- we talked about this Defiant Ones last week. We had only seen part one, part two. It's four parts, if you didn't know. It's breaking down the history of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine's uh, music careers and how they collided, if you want to call it that, um, at the top of their career with the Beats headphones and shit. Now, we talked mm-hmm. about part one and two, and we both agreed that we liked it. Now, you finished it. Fire. I finished it. Did three and four stand up to the first two, and how did you like the documentary as a whole? Um, I think three and four definitely held up to what I wanted to see from the Defiant Ones documentary from Dr. Dre and Jimmy Alvin. I ain't necessarily need to see them get into all this, like, oh, what are the undermines and what are the challenges that I had? All I needed for them to do is to show me how Dr. Dre built his empire, how Jimmy Alvin came to be, how they sold Beast headphones, and they sold that for $3 billion. That's all I needed. And I was cool. I got that. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And it was a, a lot of cool stories on the way, a lot of footage that I didn't see prior to watching this video, and I liked it. Yeah. I ain't got no problems with this documentary. This, I, I'm, I'm with you 110%. I thought this shit was fire. I rewatched part one. Just so I could cry again when he was on that island with the big ass turtles and the bright ass birds and shit. You cry so much. Hey man, this shit be touching. Um it must so- be a married thing. <laughs> Hopefully it don't happen to me. <laughs> nah, the documentary was the shit. A lot of shit you talked about so it basically went through both of their come ups, right? So yeah. Jimmy Iovine had been in the music industry as a producer, engineer for a long time. Obviously we most people listening know where Dre came from, I'm presuming. Uh, but there was still some parts in Dre shit that I didn't know. I didn't know about the JJ Fast situation, how that was Easy's idea to bring that group in, and that funded a lot of NWA shit. I think Easy yeah. don't get enough props for his business acumen. I ain't know that. That was definitely a, a an eye opener for me, and I feel like that that was a reason as to why people have these conspiracy theories about Easy to this day, and they're like, oh, he had the business acumen, and they wanted to get him out of there because ruthless. Was the only black owned label I yeah. feel like they had a lot to do with it Cause I, I, I ain't know like the thing with JJ Fad you can jump yeah. into it If you like to as far as the single And how that funded everything For NWA but I didn't know That and, and that was new to me And that was eye opening Yeah, I was tripping off that I was tripping off a lot of shit I'll keep it Dre for right now Something else I didn't know I didn't know about obviously we knew about the DOC accident and, you know what I'm saying, how that de- that messed his voice up and derailed his career. But the way that Dre described it, him him going through the back window, hanging from the tree, and they had to put his face back together. I'm like, God mm. damn. And he lost his voice. I said, shit. And then the way they set that up to have him listening to the acapella before he talked. And did he spoke? He was like, 
like, oh, shit. Nigga, that shit right there. Yep. That was fire. With that being said, that was definitely a dope moment. The JJ Fast stuff is Supersonic. That's the name of the song. Supersonic. Right. Supersonic. Right, right, right. I ain't going to go into it or sing it for y'all, but y'all look up that song. (laughs) You're going to know what it is. Of course. If you listen to this podcast, you of the same age that we are, you know what Supersonic is. And to me... Like, I had no idea that that was on Ruthless. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that that was the reason in which Easy was like, hey, let's do this first. Let's get people familiar with Ruthless Records. And then, after they get familiar with us, we're going to hit them with this gangster shit like, fuck the police. Yep. And now, they're going to take everything that we got to say into consideration. Yeah, I thought that was ill. Um, I, now, I will say, let me tell you, I'm going I'm to switch it up to Iveen's story. His first studio session was with John Lennon. Man, listen, listen. There's no way to listen go to what up. you said. His first studio session was with John Lennon. It's crazy. Come on, man. Um, he was in the yo with big dogs, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Tom Petty. Like his his resume was deeper than I thought. I I got a lot of respect for that. Um, I just thought I just know him from Interscope Records. That's all I knew him for. But I didn't know he had a hand in a lot of the production, a lot of the talent, Nine Inch Nails, um, fucking Marilyn Manson, no doubt. Like these are big dog acts in the nineties. I, I had no idea about the Nine Inch Nails and the Marilyn Manson. Me neither. I was shocked. Big dog shit. My jaw was on the floor. Like these are all household. You want to talk about? See, that's what I'm saying. In the '90s, those rock and roll people. You may not have been able to name a song, nigga, but you knew the group. You knew the names for sure. I don't know any pop and rock star right. now, but that's another. But story. I knew Marilyn Manson. You knew you knew Marilyn huh. Manson though. You knew, knew Nine Inch Nails. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He had them popping. Now, Shug, I, I'm gonna take it to part three where they talked about Death Row. Mm. I didn't know Suge Knight was up under Jimmy Iovine's wing like that. Tough. And by up under his wing, I mean at his at Jimmy Iovine's house playing football with the Kennedys. Every week. Every, every, every Sunday. Week. Every week. It was a ritual. Let me ask you this. Yes, that, was, I, that fucked me up. What, Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Did you think it would be different? Like... Did you think that somebody like Suge Knight would be like, oh, you know what, I'm I'm just some gangster-ass nigga on some Crippin' Blood shit. I don't want y'all to read too much into this. I don't, I don't know what none of the label owners got to do with this. But no. I want y'all to follow me. Did you think that? I think that this was Dre. I'm Excuse me, this was I, Suge. I, I feel like Suge was more involved in the the big game. You know what I'm saying? The big board, the chess match, as opposed to Dre, as opposed to Pac, as opposed to Snoop. Suge was the dude that was like, these are the dudes that make stuff happen. I'm the one that want to be right here with the guys that make stuff happen. And whether I win, lose, go to jail for running over somebody for being blind in a car, I want to be right here with that. And I don't think that nobody else from the era, from the time period, signed up for that. I think that this was Suge's rite of passage. Right in order passage. to learn from the big dogs, in order to, you're going to have to play. This is him playing the game. And by playing the game, if that meant go over this washed motherfucker's house to play flag football, when you played real football in college and that was going to be your career, 
Now you're playing flag football to get in with these motherfuckers so you can soak up game and shit. Right. Sometimes you have to do shit like you that you don't golf. necessarily want to do. Yeah, like in this playing, instance, like playing golf with somebody to work. Playing golf, yeah, exactly. Going to the uh, the work outing, you don't want to do that shit, but you got to smooth a little bit to build that relationship. Because further down the line, you're going to need a loan to bail out Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Two million dollars. So that was another thing that a lot of people may or may not have known. I ain't gonna lie, how she got a dog walked him. Who? Whoever. We playing football games in Jimmy oh, Alvin's yeah. house. I'm going to make y'all fear me. You come over the middle to catch a pass, I'm knocking your head off. <laughs> well, I'm doing it. Um, now, I thought that was interesting that they they they, they kind of put the money up to bail Pac out mm. and, and didn't really. That's never really been talked about. I mean, not first of all, before somebody pulls up a source article from 1997, I'm saying that that's not common knowledge. The fact that Suge bailed out Pac is common knowledge. The fact right. that the money was came from Interscope is not. Let's only be clear that up I thought that was interesting as fuck And they be caping too on the old videos If you look at it they be like oh I bailed out Tupac Ah nah that was the caping Nah they probably talking to Robert Man they don't man them, them people they don't give a fuck about that shit Like Jimmy yeah. Iveen them they don't give a shit right. They sit back counting Chase swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck Like that whole like thing that motherfuckers Is infatuated with wanting to know who did so, what And all that that's bullshit Let me ask you this Is Jimmy Iveen a culture virtual Culture, vulture. Easy for you to say. Right. Um, it was hard no, for why me would to it say because it took me two times. <laughs> why? Do, why? No. I, I mean, because like you would say, hey, what's your definition of a culture vulture? This guy, he doesn't know anything about hip hop. He grew up around YouTube. He grew up around whatever it may be as far as these hip hop. Well, excuse me, rock acts that got him popping in the music business, and that's how he got his job being a music executive. And then the first act that he signed was um, Rico Suave, this guy. Right. So, so going did, on from that, he's like, whatever makes the biggest splash, I'm going to sign them. I don't care if it's pop. Right. I don't care if it's hip hop. I don't care if it's country. Whatever it can do to get me sales. Whatever right. it can do to get me looks. Right. And people look at Jimmy Iovine and say, oh, he's hip hop. He understands our culture. I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Uh, I've never heard anybody say that he understands our culture, so I'm not sure where you heard in, that from. He's put in a position as to where he represents our culture. Like the You just only, said he said no, he no, didn't no, know anything like, about rap. Bro, I'm looking at you right now. You have on Beats headphones. Why? Right. Why? Nigga, it ain't got nothing to do with Jimmy Iovine. They're beat, Beats by who? Are, 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 are you serious? You Hold looked on. at that whole documentary and everybody, as far as Eminem, told you how they were instructed from Jimmy Iovine to make sure that they had Beats on in everything they did. And you telling me that Beats are the best headphones? Nah. The only reason you wear Beats is because you seen everybody else rocking them, bruh. So that, my point is, what does that have to do with him saying he was hip hop? You just said two different things, dude. What, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Nah. nah what I does that have that. to do with Iveen being a culture virtual, bro? I don't understand. What because like he's implementing what he's trying to do and what makes him money and what lines his pockets as far as hey, if I get everybody to say these headphones are the best headphones and I put them on all the biggest rappers. That's me being a culture vulture because I don't necessarily know that those are the best headphones. I don't know that. What? But what I am doing is I know Dr. Dre. I know Snoop. I know Kendrick. 
I know all these people that are willing to wear beats and I can make y'all say, hey, this is the dopest, hottest, flyest line. And y'all gonna wear it and y'all gonna rock. That's called marketing. What are you talking about? I ain't saying that, I ain't saying it's not called marketing. I'm saying that that's what he's paid and that's why people are looking at him like, oh, I don't agree with what Jimmy Iovine is doing. Who said that though? I don't know who said that. That's what my know, question. I don't, I don't know who said. <laughs> so who said that they didn't agree? That's all I want. I don't. I've never heard that that story. That's all I'm saying. All the Dame Dash. He says that about everybody. That's not him. No, he said about Jimmy Iovine and all the people. No, that he said he about Leor. I haven't heard him say it about Jimmy Iovine. He said it about all the people that he considers culture vultures for this generation. And what I'm saying is. Just because someone like Jimmy Iovine says this is cool and I can make Dr. Dre money off of it, is that cool for the whole generation for them to be like, I'm going to let somebody like Jimmy Iovine who don't know as much about this culture as you, Animal Brown, does, but I'm going to let him lead it because he got more leeway with you 2 He got more leeway with all these other rock groups. I'll let him lead it because he has experience in the music game as opposed to hip hop game. Do you respect that? Uh yeah. Like mm. see here's my thing. So, so like if somebody word? was coming to you and they'd be like, I take Jimmy Iovine over Chris. Because Jimmy Iovine knows more about the music game. Chris knows more about the hip hop game. Yeah, I mean he has a proven track record of music mm. of success in the music business. What do you? I don't, I don't know where you just going straight with out that. music business or hip hop though. Music, That's what I'm saying business, hip hop though. <laughs> We're talking about hip hop though. What what is so hip hop? Like, how do we? You just said, and we just had a topic about hip hop being the number one thing passing pop music. I don't need Jimmy Iovine anymore. I need you. I need me. I need. Uh, academics I need Joe Buttons I need Combat Jack I need those people So why do I have to Still go to Jimmy Iovine I don't think Is he still a part Of Interscope He ain't I don't know no, I'm asking Come on We know Jimmy Iovine A big player though I like, thought he was no, With Apple don't now like he, Don't act like he extinct though I don't know I'm dude uh, I, I don't know Where is, the fuck you going My question look, is Who we need though I, I don't know Look though You gotta know Cause Come you, on. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. But look though, I don't know. My thing is that Jimmy, Jimmy has a a history in the music business, and he proved by knowing what he was doing by taking a Rico Suave and winning with it. He could see. See, that's the thing about people with music that know music. Right. I don't want somebody who knows one genre of music when I can have the person over here who can see a hit in anything. That's the person you want. That's why motherfuckers got laid off ESPN. I don't give a shit because you're a master at NASCAR. I need the motherfucker that can sit in the conversation about the playoffs. I can need a motherfucker that can open up and talk about the NHL Stanley Cup and the nigga that can talk about the MLB World Series. I don't give a fuck that you've mastered college basketball and WNBA. Like, that's not going to get me rings and championships over here, dude, and checks. I need a nigga that can do it all. You can point out a country hit. You can point out a pop hit, a rap hit. I don't give a fuck. It's the music business for a reason. And the bottom line in business is the is making money. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Has nothing to do with, like, dude, he's... He's associated with all kind of acts. Nobody's calling him a Latin music culture vulture <laughs> because he had Rico Suave. It's only us saying shit like that. That's what I'm talking about. So I don't know where you or Dame Dash was going with that. I would love to talk to Dame and he can elaborate on it because I don't know what the fuck that shit meant. But this documentary was dope. I respected his story. I respected Dre's story. 
I've always looked up to Dre when it come to that shit, dude. He's a beast for that. All of that in the in the, in the this nigga was finna sign a sneaker deal. This nigga I V said, "What are you talking about? I don't get why? what you a fuck about why you I wear sneakers." Sneakers. I wear the same shoes every day. And I exactly, that's business. I, yeah, I agree with what you said. Like, there's no reason for someone like Dre to, to go outside the box and be like, "Oh, just because I'm famous and I got these albums that I should be able to do this or I should have to do this." Nah. I get it. It's cool. You ain't got to do that. He almost fell for that, too. He almost yeah, did the almost sneaker did. deal. But a motherfucker that knows business steered him the right way. He just happens to be Jimmy Iovine. Mm. Now, I did shout out to Cotton. He beat us to it. He posted in the rap chat about the mob ties and some of the, some of the stuff that may have been left out of the documentary. Um, so I guess we'll bring it up. Does that take away? Alleged, Jimmy Iovine is an Italian-American. From New York, grew up in like the 60s and 70s. So he has mob ties. That's a shock. Um, now, <laughs> does that take away from his journey and how far he's gotten and what he's been able to accomplish? Is that a cheat code? Um, no, not at all. I don't think that you were able to elaborate on that in the documentary. Like, you ain't going to be like, you ain't going to be like, but Jimmy Iovine, even though everything that he's done, he was associated with these mob ties and this and that. Like, you're not going to do that. It's never going to happen. With that being said, I understand where someone who understands how everything worked, how the payola worked, how even me being a DJ and me being playing the songs and like, why am I playing the songs? I could understand why someone would be like, there's more to it than this. But I don't necessarily think that what we were presented with has anything to do with that. Yeah, and, and so the argument is they're not going to put anything that makes them look negative uh, because they're At in all. control of it. Because it's HBO. But Why would I do that? D. Barnes was in it. Dre, he... That's easy to clean all up. But That's easy to clean up, though. But it wasn't straight out of Compton, though. All right. So how easy was it? She was in it. Like she was, D. Barnes was in it, but 50 wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the game wasn't. Kendrick barely. So like the fact that they had a whole segment of that and he took that shit head on, like that's, the, I've never even heard him really address it. Facts. So like th- th- these niggas, he didn't come out squeaky clean. Like he, even though let's not get it twisted though, Dre is very um, calculated <laughs> in what yeah. gets put out make sure and what doesn't. Let's be very clear about that. But he at least had a little bit of dirt on him and he addressed it head on and, and said what he needed to say. If I'm Iveen, or we'll take it to another group of people. If Let's say Irv has a documentary on, on Murder, Inc. You right. think Irv going to go in there and break down how Supreme took the money from the bricks? If, no, bro. Nah, like, no. Or do you think that Irv going to be like, this how we stay up 50 up no. prior to him coming out with Wankster? No. It ain't going to happen. That's it. They're not going to go into detail about this shit, dog, for various reasons. So, for that being said, that may have been the case that he had a little help. Fair enough. I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. But I, I still can't take away the accomplishments of him taking a, a Bruce Springsteen throwaway and giving it to a girl that nobody was paying attention to and he turned it into a hit. So, like, like you, you can't ignore that. And, of course, obviously, Dre is a, is a genius with the music shit. Like, you can't take none of that away from these people because they call, you know, they had a cheat code along the way. It ain't what you know is who you know a lot of times. Everybody know that shit. Thanks. Uh, what about your boy... Um, Puff reaction when they talked about the Source Awards. <laughs> Classic. 
Hey, fucking Puff, classic. Puff was so mad when they asked him that question and when they brought that up. It was almost like, how y'all let them get this pass, y'all? As far as the people who screened the interviews, the questions, and everything of that nature. Like, it was almost like Puff went back to that very day in which he seen that and he was that pissed off. Yeah, he was hot. I respect him for not going all the way off the the, the, the charts and being like, nigga, how the fuck could y'all ask me some bullshit like that? Nigga, I'm Puff. Nigga, you know who I am, nigga? But did you peep his words, though? When they at, he said, I don't want to get too Break it deep. Down. He said, I don't want to get too deep into it. That's a slippery slope. Break it down. Let me tell you what that means. That's the same. I look at that answer as the same when he was on Breakfast Club and they mm. said, Puff, man, they talking about you had something to do with pie getting killed, bro. Is that true? Mm. I, man, come on, man. I don't want to talk about that. Right, come on, mm. man. We're not going to entertain that. Nah, bro, that's a, that's a yes <laughs> or, or it, no has question. Has ever been a no? I have nothing to do with that answer. No. Mm. That makes me quit. After I saw this documentary, his reaction because I saw what was burning inside of him, and I and I, I can see how with so no cameras mad. around, what he that can look so like. Mad. I I, 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 Bro, he I think so he has something to do mad. with it. I think he has something to do with it. Did real. you see his face? He has something to do with this. He was so mad when they asked him about that. He has something to do with this shit, bro. Bro, like, <laughs> if I ain't had nothing to do with it and I was even irritated that people were asking me about that, I, I still wouldn't have had that face. Yeah. He was so mad. He couldn't play it off. Dog, he was pissed. Hey. Come on. But I will say, where does it rank in your musical documentaries? We've got several. Mm, it's up there. Crack. I, I put that up there with right there with Black Album and right there with Tupac documentary. Black Album. Yeah. What are you talking about? You Black mean, Album. Yeah. That's Black, the name. Black, of Black Album. What's I ain't the, talking about the name of the documentary, but you know what I'm talking about. Come on. What's man, the name of the documentary? Do I don't know. Fade to Black. There you go. Fuck out of Fade here. Fade to Black man. was dope. Um, Pac Resurrection. What's the name of the documentary? I like Resurrection, probably my favorite musical documentary, though. This one right behind it, though. Resurrection Black Album. This no backstage, nah. Backstage was a shit. I'm cool off it. Don't (laughs) cool off it. That shit was amazing. Cool off it. Uh, man, y'all let us know, man. Rank those documentaries. Is this your favorite? What is this rank? Are we overrating it? Was it not all that great? Was it just some look cool? Was it whack? Did you not see it? Do you not want to see it? Fuck Dre. Fuck Jimmy Iovine. What do you think? <laughs> let us know in the rap chat and Facebook. Now it's time for another music break. And this is Young Scooter featuring Future. Can't play around. Check it out. I can't play around. I know you rap about the bricks, but can you rap a brick? 
These niggas really entertaining cause they ain't so shit. Little Mexico City, we got cocaine. Thunderstorm is raining bricks, we don't get rain. Man, that was Young Scooter. When last time you heard from him? That's your boy. I like that song though. I'm gonna be real. I'm banging. I'm finna check out the whole tape now. You finna check out the whole tape now. This is the On Deck TV podcast. I'm Spike Lou. I ain't gonna get more into that. I'm the Jug King. But Animal Brown. Jug King. Yeah. That's the name of Scooter's mixtape, Jug King. I'll check that out. (laughs) It's amazing. That song right there was banging though. It was all right. I ain't mad at that. Um, All right, man. Before we get out of here. Quote of the week comes from your man Two Chains. Two Chains still on his press run. Pretty My girls God. like trap music. Pretty girls stores. like trap music, man. Y'all go see the the pink trap houses all over the nation. Absolutely, it's on tour now. Tour. Um, he was on Breakfast Club. Uh, he said a lot of shit on the Breakfast Club, man. One thing jumped out to me: straight jewels. A little bit. Um, he talked about how he got an invitation to the White House. The Trump administration invited him to perform at the White House. He said he turned it down, but he should have accepted it in hindsight. They asked him why, and he said because the way the media cycle is, people care about one thing today, and the next they don't care anymore. Everybody forgets, nobody gives a shit, people fake mad, etc. Do you are you on his side with he should have no. went on ahead, took the bag, or did no. he make a smart play by not going? God, no, no, no. I'm glad he didn't take the bag. I'm glad that my guy two chains is not associated with Trump's. I'm glad that that didn't happen. Like, he may be misconstrued to thinking that, oh, everything is going to recycle itself in 48 hours and nobody's going to remember that. That wouldn't have happened. The pink traps, <laughs> the pink trap house stuff wouldn't have happened. Like, none of that stuff would have been able to grow into the full fruition in which you wanted to see it do with you supporting Trump. Yeah, I, I mean, this is how I feel. I I get it. He's he's right in the sense that yes, news is here today, going tomorrow. Today we're talking about our yeah, Kelly. That's true. Next week we're probably not going to mention that shit. It'll be something different. Uh, but you don't want to roll the dice and take that risk. I don't know what the bag looked like. I'm sure right. it was nice. I'm sure they overpaid. But it's not worth it. You'll make that up and be being two chains and remaining relevant on the in the up. long run. We can make that up in dabs with us. <laughs> Right, absolutely, or whatever. Pretty girls like trap music, long sleeves, whatever that you're selling on your site. I'm sure it's popping. Um, so I'm glad he didn't do that. Uh, I love what he's doing with this. Clearly, he has a team of people that told him, "Bro, that's not the play." But let's focus back on this promo for this pretty girls like trap music because I think people are really like this pink trap house. Facts. That's a smart squad. Like Facts. it's clear that his team is on it. Facts. So shout out to Change. Shout out. Not falling for the trap, taking the cheese, dude. That would have been ugly. You would have had a lot of explaining to do. Um, all right, man. New music out this Friday. Vic Mensa debut album, the autobiography, drops Friday. I see you, boy. You ready for that? Absolutely. Mm. First thing I'm listening to Friday when I wake up. Um, also dropping Friday, Meek Mill, Wins and Losses. You're ready for that? No. He got a movie coming along with it, too. He's been dropping bits and pieces. A movie? Of- yeah, yeah like a real movie or like a vlog, like a thing. feature film. Wow! Uh, so y'all check that out. Also, French Montana dropped last weekend. Jungle Rules. Trash. Yeah, are you unfucking with her? Trash. It's not that bad. Trash. I heard. Trash. It's so funny, dude. No lie, I got a text that said, "Hey man, this this French lick bang," and at, at the no, like two minutes later, trash. I got a text that said, "This French is absolute trash. garbage." Um, it's actually not that bad to me. Trash. 
It's better than that last shit. I ain't, no disrespect to French. I respect what you're doing as a businessman, but like, stop rapping, dude. Like, no one, like, I don't want to hear that, man. I don't want to hear you be like the feature artist on nine of the 11 tracks on your CD. I don't want to hear that, dude. Just going to bow out, dude. Nah, it's like, that song for real banging, though. One song. That's banging. One song. Now, he got some high songs on there. To be French, he's really overachieving because he really can't him, rap. Man. Also, but before we wrap it up, Ooh, he can't rap. Uh, Atlanta gave Killer Mike a Killer Mike day. I see you, Killer Mike. Tough, that's strong. And Fifty sold his estate in F and Vodka, so Fifty is no longer associated with F and Vodka. Man, he lose that power. It's a wrap. I had an argument that yesterday. Get that BMF coming. Oh, that's true. That's true. I had an argument with somebody yesterday if whether Fifty Cent was musically relevant today. No. Yeah. I don't even know I was an argument. Yeah, somebody was telling me he was. How? Because 50 he got a new album out and nobody cares. Because he can. Well, coming, excuse the me. The reason is because he can still tour off of old songs. And? So that's, that, that was the argument, and Bro, I didn't get it. Listen, 50, 50 could be like, I'm playing my whole new album, After Power, tonight, which is a heavily watched show, and people would still be like, oh, Power going off? I'm not tuning in. I agree. So I don't I don't know what the argument was. Uh, hey, again, 50, 50 I tried, uh, but this is a fifty fan we were talking to. Mm. Um, as always, oh, well, hold on. First of all, what you got on deck for the weekend? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. Slow motion, Billy Ocean. We got some movie scenes we got to knock out, man. Shout out to the um, people that are reaching out for us for that. You know, um, the movie series. Absolutely. This weekend, no more movies. Saw Apes. Saw Spider Man. Your boy down here this weekend David Banner has a meet and greet on Thursday I might pull up There Um, I'm in there Like swimwear That might be something I may pull up to In there like swimwear It's a game time decision for the kid Other than that Yeah I'm I'm quiet this weekend Ain't no basketball Ain't no sports I'm quiet Football season is about to start though And Cowboy Nation is in full effect This thing on Deck TV Podcast On that note We out Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.